When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, everyone. Welcome to the My Nights Are Booked podcast. I'm your host, Sarah Beth Pollack. And today, as promised, I have the second half of my conversation with Melanie Zanetti and Giulio Baruti of Gabriel's Redemption Part 3. And in the second half of our conversation, we get into the movie itself and some of the behind the scenes things and uh, the details that, that they were able to share with me about the movie. And um, hopefully by now, everybody has seen the movie. Um, I will admit I am recording this on Friday, December 15th. I know I said I was going to have it up on the 14th, but this week is a little challenging for me because it's the same week that uh, it's the anniversary of when my mom passed away. And um, so I had spent the first part of the week and, and, and I, I, everything is good. I'm good. Everything is good. Those of you who have been following my journey for several years know that this was a huge part of my life. And it kind of went along with these movies. And that's why I bring it up because I was kind of like Gabriel losing his mom. And, you know, there, there were a lot of, of, of really interesting parallels and, uh, you know, just, just experiences that happened to me while these movies were coming to life. And um, so it, it's a little, it's a, it's a challenging week for me. The week's kind of coming to an end. So, um, so I'm good. Everything is good, but I was, the reason I'm telling you this is that I was, um, I was in LA and I, I, that's why I needed to get out of town to kind of clear my head. So I was in LA and, uh, and then I drove home on Wednesday night, uh, back to San Diego and I thought, okay, I'm going to record the, the rest of the podcast and, uh, get that done. And then, no, I got back at like one in the morning and decided that I needed to go to sleep. So I did that instead. And then I realized that, you know, as I woke up on the 14th, that everyone was going to be watching the movie as they should, because the movie is absolutely incredible. What a way to bring this series to an end with Gabriel's Redemption Part 3. It is a triumph. It is a beautiful, beautiful ending to an incredible franchise that, as we talked in the first part of my interview with Melanie and Julio, we talked about the fact that it is a record-breaking series of movies. I mean, this has never been done before. And I think Tosca Musk deserves all the credit and all of the praise and all of the awards and all of the accolades for pulling off something that nobody has done ever. So... I will keep singing those praises. You should sing those praises because the more we sing those praises, the more we get to see more books come to life at Passion Flicks. And it's a beautiful thing. 
So as I was saying, so I was, I was in LA or the earlier part of the week. And then I drove home Wednesday night and then Thursday came along and I thought, okay, well, I'm going to get it done today. But then I kind of forgot, this is, this is how my brain works. I kind of forgot that I needed to drive back to LA on when, on Thursday night. So I got home after midnight on Wednesday. So it was technically Thursday. And so then I had to turn around and come back to LA because I'm going to the Emmys. I kind of forgot about that. So the daytime Emmys are today on the 15th. And um, so I'm going to be on the red carpet in just a few hours. So uh, so yeah, so I, I had a lot of things. I, I forgot that I kind of had a lot of stuff going on this week. And um, I had to drive home. If you're wondering why I drove back to San Diego and then back to LA, it's because my outfit was being shipped and it was late. And so it actually came on Thursday, you know, we're going to, we're going to cut this, get this down to the wire. Right. So of course, you know, that's how that worked. But, uh, yeah. So if you're into, into soap operas, uh, daytime programming, I will be on the red carpet in a little while. So watch my social media for that. Um, sorry, I was just a little bit of a plug, but you know, for those of you who are interested in what my life looks like, sometimes that's the kind of thing I do every now and then is, forget that I'm going to the Emmys because I've never been and I'm really excited, but I kind of forgot about it. So I am um, getting ready for that and doing this podcast because I promised it would be done and um, I just wasn't able to get to it sooner. So I do apologize, but here it is now and you can listen to it now. And I'm really excited about this because they really share some insight into this movie and um, and, and into bringing this movie together. And if you if you look at the if you look at the the two podcasts together, you'll see that they're about uh, they're just under an hour, and so this was a great conversation. We had a, a, a wonderful conversation about it, and um, as promised, on Sunday I will have the video of the entire interview without breaking. It'll just be the whole thing. Um, that'll be on my YouTube channel, which is uh, uh, Sarah Beth Pollock on YouTube. So, um, make sure you're subscribed to my channel. So you'll know when it drops. And, um, I just want to thank everybody who's subscribed to my podcast and subscribed to, um, you know, all of the things, all of the subscriptions and all of that, because it really, it helps me to do a better job when I know that people are out there supporting and, and, and getting something from this, because that's what I really want to do is, you know, bring these things to you. So, um, so thank you for that. And, uh, yeah. So if, if, uh, if you haven't already, please, uh, subscribe to the podcast, wherever you listen to your podcast, uh, drop me a, rev- a review, um, send questions. If you have any, uh, if you have any follow-up questions or questions, uh, about passion flicks in general for future interviews or anything like that, hit me up on social media at Sarah Beth Pollock, um, on X and Instagram. And, uh, yeah, so I am going to go right to this interview. You'll notice it kind of starts in the middle of a conversation, uh, kind of. And so just to catch up, it literally went from, uh, Melanie and Julio talking about the vegan clam, uh, margarita pizza to, uh, to transitioning over. So that's why we're all kind of laughing in this, uh, this conversation is, is that we, it's, it's literally where we broke to talk to, uh, to talk about the movie. So, um, you'll see it when it, you know, when you see the video, but, 
For now, I want you to enjoy this conversation. This is Melanie Zanetti and Giulio Baruti talking about Gabriel's Redemption Part 3 at Passion Flicks. Please enjoy. So I think I think we're going to we're going to pivot now and and kind of go into the movie itself because we've been kind of keeping things spoiler free for a while and I want to get into the movie and, yeah. and take a little bit of time. Have you seen Part 3 yet? Have you have you I mean obviously I think that's that's kind of the challenge is that you film them all together. So it's it's a little different, you know, you can't really tease out like which parts necessarily go with which movie because you filmed it all at the same time. But um, have you had a chance to see the movie yet? Yes. Yep. I, I saw it. That's great. It like? People will love it so much. People oh. will love it so much. I can't wait. I can't wait to have to see people, people's reactions because I'm sure that they will love it incredibly much. It's one of those movies, you know, there's there's so many, I mean, we're talking nine movies in this franchise. So it's, you know, there's, there, there have been a lot of moments, a lot of big moments. And obviously this one is the, the culmination of so many key moments for Julia and Gabriel on their journey. I'm wondering though, as you were filming, did you feel that sense of closure as you were, you know, filming, because I can't imagine that you filmed like the last scene in the movie on the last day. We did. Did you? We did. And so, yes, you really, the, the last scene, which is the last scene in the last, in the redemption book, we filmed on the last day. It was the last scene we shot. And uh, which is really um, a beautiful way of doing it. The first scene we shot with the flashbacks in um, Inferno, so we started at the very beginning and we ended at the very end. Um, so there's there's something really beautiful about yeah. being able to, you very rarely get to do that in a filming journey. Um, so yeah, there was a yeah. very bittersweet finality to to that last scene for sure on the last day. Did yeah, you have true. any moments where you were, um, you know, you knew, because again, there's so many, there's so many big moments in this movie. There's, you know, there's Julia getting pregnant, Gabriel meeting his family, and and you know, there's there's so many, so many moments. But were there moments where you you were looking ahead in in the story and thinking, we have to get this right? Like this, I mean, everything you do, you get right. But like there were the, you know, there's these moments that I think people are really excited to see. So did you did that? come through to you at all like we have to we have to nail this birth scene or we have to to nail you know this um phone cord scene for example because that one I think people are going to be talking about for a while <laughs> um well we have many of them <laughs> many a, many a scene uh um the last scene because it's the culmination of uh, a lot of stuff. It's the culmination of um, a lot of hopes and dreams for characters and readers of the book. So yeah, I think there was a sense of that needing to have the joy and beauty and finality that was necessary to, to have it feeling yeah. satisfying. Mm -hmm. Yeah, true. I agree. 
were there moments that, um, and, and obviously everybody loves the the outtakes and, um, you know, seeing what's going on behind the scenes. Were there any scenes in, in that are particular to this installment, to part three, that you had trouble getting through because you were laughing so hard? Well, um, I well, I can I, I cannot spoil things around, even though I'm spoiler man but i'm the uh, one thing definitely was uh, a particular scene that people will see it where i i, I had trouble because i was too much involved in it and i was crying somehow it, it made me cry so much and and <laughs> and tosca came to me she was like it's great but i it's too much i just don't <laughs> I, this is in a different film. This is not in the third piece. Um, because there's so much. It is. Like, it is full on heavy things happening in this last piece with the the getting pregnant and the finding out about family and there's sort of a barreling towards the end. I don't. I don't know if there was. Look, nothing will ever top the laughter of the cake scene where we were both just like, "How are we doing this?" How we how are we keeping straight faces? Um, I think that nothing will be more. Um, uh, yeah, it just felt ridiculous, and just because like no, no, it's great, it's so great, and we were had trouble with straight faces with that scene. Um, so I don't I don't know about in this one, um, blooper wise, uh, but uh, yeah. I'm, I'm sure there's some. I'm sure they've got bloopers and outtakes. Fingers crossed uh, Tosca will release another another reel. You bring up something really interesting, though, Melanie, because, you know, I think back to when you were filming, you know, four years ago, when you were filming that cake scene, you were both, again, in that, that it's such a different place. And so if you, do you think if you, if there had been a cake scene in this last movie, if, you know, she was having a, Julia was having a craving for chocolate cake, you know, instead of spring rolls, for example, do you think that you would have approached, you know, would it have been easier to film because of your familiarity with the characters and that you've spent so much time with these characters? Um, potentially, who knows? Um, like maybe can just like in the moment feel absurd and, <laughs> it will conjure whatever it does and um and I think there's a level there's you know there's a lot of serious content in these films but uh one thing that was just like such a blessing was the level of play that Julio and I had on set um that just you know kept us going and kept things light and if one of us was having a tricky day the other one would be like bringing us back on the wagon and we sort of we took turns of of doing that um so I don't know maybe but also maybe it would have just felt extremely funny again who knows yeah. <laughs> um a lot of people have been asking about mementos from set and I know Melanie when you and I had talked you god I can say a few years ago because I think it was a few years ago you were sharing that you have elf ears from a previous movie that you did I think they're in your freezer yeah do you have anything 
maybe not like elf ears, but do you have any, do you, have you, did you both bring anything home from the set to remember, you know, to remember this experience? Um, I, yeah, I took I was... the, the pink uh, summer dress from the orphanage scene. I was like, Tosca, I gave this one. And she's like, sure. So um, that's my uh, Julia memento. Aww. Yeah. And I would say that a uh, vegan margarita with clams, onion, and garlic, it's not a great choice. So, yeah, that's my. I don't know anyone who's ever <laughs> eaten that. So, that, that's. You had that. You had that. <laughs> Guys, um, this is complete lie. Yeah. He's misremembering. Um, never Come happened, on. just for the record. It's not true. I have and I have pictures of it. I remember I got some pictures of it, and I will I'm show not a the vegan. world. I'm not a vegan. Well, I'm not. I'm, I'm not receipts. saying you. Are. <laughs> I'm not saying you are. I just said that you had that pizza, a vegan pizza with clams, clams, and and onion and garlic and pepper, which doesn't make any fucking sense. But anyway, um, I had a blanket uh, from the very beginning uh, that Tom gave to me. And uh, this blanket was the same blanket of the apple orchard, but I, there's an apple stitched on it. And I, also there's a little word that says bringa, because I could not say at the very beginning, bring the blanket. And I was saying, bring the blanket, of course. And they made fun of me all the time. So for four years, I was my nickname was bringa on set. And I have this uh, beautiful uh, <laughs> thing called bringa. But uh, yeah, we have, I would say that four years, it's such a long time. I was saying in another interview that it's like the same moment. Think about it. Four years, it seems like nothing or sometimes can be a lot. But in a film journey, it's the same level of intensity that you go from six years old to 10 years old. And it, it's like huge, a huge jump as an actor as a human being, um, as many, many different things. And we had, we collected so many memories and so many moments there. All of them are so special that honestly it feels that to name one is to not name all the others. You know what I mean? So one thing I was actually, it was funny. I just sent a text to Melanie uh, 10 minutes ago because I saw a story that someone posted a story that I posted back in 2019 where I was sick. It was early 2020. Uh, <laughs> we were both sick. We were both Oh, is that what you sent me? <laughs> Very much. And I, I did a video and I was like, hey guys, Melanie just passed me this very weird virus. COVID was not there still. And I, I, in case you won't see me again tomorrow, you know who to blame. It was very funny. But we were very sick that day and they had to shut down the movie for a week because we were so sick. But that is that is an, an exact picture of how the, the mood, the feeling was on set, uh, the level of playfulness that we had to, with each other, the level of lightness that we had with each other. And with Tosca and all the people on, on, on set, the fact that I was always uh, <laughs> busting the balls of Dennis and all the people around me. Uh, was uh, somehow bring bring a lot of uh, relaxed uh, um, moments that are crucial to make a story becomes real and authentic. And that's why I think people love this movie so much. And that's why people say, oh, 
the level of chemistry between between you and Melanie or between you and other characters is so good and it's incredible. It's it's just because we were Melanie and Julio talking as if we were Gabriel and Julian, but honestly, we were hundred percent fully there as if we were each other. Of course, in the respect of everybody, but uh, it, it's 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 very important to have to have an environment on set where you can express your truly self, and your true self is able to come out uh, when when you feel that you are in a safe zone. And Tosca was great at it. She put us in a safe spot. Of course, this was a tough movie for many different reasons. Also for Melanie, she had to do a lot of, you know, naked scenes. And it's not that simple. It's not that easy, especially if you've never done this before. And if you are uh, someone who, is, who wants to be uh, takes uh, took seriously as an actress, uh, not because of her body, but because of her skills. And there's always the doubt in your mind that maybe it's too much. Maybe people will judge you, and of course they will do. But the level of of safeness, the level of comfort that we had on set was incredibly remarkable. And and I think that that's the reason why things feel so real and and honest and pure. Uh, it's it's because we were feeling that way. We were feeling incredibly safe and and again blessed to be on set and to have each other. All of that, what he said. I love that. You know, and it really it really shows in like the scenes where Julia is pregnant, and you know, you see that you see this growth in your characters because she's still the same person that she was in the very beginning. You know, that she's in an uncertain place. She gets pregnant. It's not what she wanted at that moment, ends up being a blessing, but, um, you know, the vulnerability that you both show, you know, Gabriel in, um, you know, when he thinks that he's lost Julia and, you know, Melanie is, as Julia is going through pregnancy, it's, it's incredible to see, you know, the development that you've gone through, you've really managed to, um, you know, that you've really managed to, to come so far in so long. And I, I wonder if you could talk briefly about, you know, what it was like to play pregnant Julia and a vulnerable, very, very, very vulnerable Gabriel, who thinks that his whole world has just fallen apart. Yeah. Um, look, it's encapsulates <clears throat> like all the massive highs and all the, the terrors of the unknowns um, in that pregnancy journey I, I think um having the like prosthetic stomach actually does a psychological thing to you it changes the way you walk it changes the way you feel in your body um it, it's really interesting what like you end up standing in a way where you're holding your stomach just naturally you want to do that um all of that felt really interesting and just that you know whole gamut of emotions that come with um you're creating someone and it's terrifying and what's my life going to look like but also um like i was saying in another interview it's also like this ultimate collaboration with the person you're madly in love with so um all of that all of that and that felt um and scary actually there's a scene i'm trying to think was this one yeah this one where there's the sonogram and that made me 
weirdly emotional that came up during the scene that I, I just wasn't expecting. Um, so it's interesting what what comes up with the pregnancy stuff. Yeah, it was, it was really interesting. Yeah. Uh, was was interesting to dig into uh, Gabriel's vulner vulnerability. Uh, was uh, was a quite challenging journey, but also a very interesting journey. And somehow uh, working and being with the Gabriel so for so long made me also um, ask myself a lot of questions. And probably that's why I <laughs> I decided to start teaching into university uh, as a doctor, as an actual doctor, um, having having the chance to be in Gabriel. And being in front of the people, having classes about Beatrice and Dante and and all that stuff somehow gave me a, a very, as Melanie said, a sneak peek of what my life could be. Also, if I put myself out there from a lot of people that wants to learn from my experience as a doctor, and that's why I also decided to keep on going and doing what I'm doing right now. Uh, of course, I want to say to all the people out there, I'm not quit acting. I just uh, decided to uh, to pursue uh, also another passion that I have while I'm waiting for another big movie, which I hope will be very, very soon. But This is one thing you have to understand um, about Julio. He is a Renaissance man. He is good at an insane amount of things. While we were, I think on the second movie, he got some like notification on his phone where he's like, oh, <laughs> I'm now a journalist because I've fulfilled. It was like 80 <laughs> articles you have to have written and had published in the space of two years. I was like, sure, journalist, novelist, actor, dentist, aesthetic medicine. Um, he's a wildly brilliant person, everyone. So just because he's doing a billion other things doesn't mean he's quit acting. Yeah, I, I'm not quite active. I, I I thought about it for once, at a very at a certain point, but um, not because I didn't want to be an actor anymore, but because of course, unfortunately, there's a, a huge amount of uncertainty as an actor that I honestly don't deal well with. But um, at the very end of it, I I, I think that um, you know. We don't have to give up our dreams just because it's difficult during the way. So I will not uh, stop acting. I will just uh, keep on doing what I'm doing right now, which is what I've done the entire time of my life. But also, um, yeah, having the chance to be with to be with Gabriel all this year uh, somehow gave me a lot of a lot of. Um, it's 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 like I had I had the entire journey of Gabriel it's like if I've done that entire journey of Gabriel inside myself in Julia's life of course with some exceptions but um yeah was definitely was not that difficult to be uh vulnerable as Gabriel because I think I was somehow going through a very similar process so I, I was lucky enough to have someone like Melanie and Tosca to being able to receive what I was trying to give and to playing with. And, and that was definitely a magic uh, because of course, when you, when you have something in yourself and you put it out there and you have people that are able to hold it and, 
and keep it safe and also play with it and give you back and and so there's a process of giving and and and, and receiving that is actually basically life um, it's what probably makes this movie so special it's because of course we were somehow having each one of us a process of learning and growing which is very very rare and special and as as i said already this movie has a special place in my heart entire four years were were a blessing definitely to you know being on set with such special people was truly truly a blessing i love that you know i have to ask now because you said it but what do your students call you when you're teaching do they call you professor yeah yeah they call me professor g which is quite <laughs> <laughs> which is quite funny because it's like professor gabriel but yeah it's professor julio now but it's also it's still professor g i love it i love it yeah last question um this has been so much fun and and i feel like there's so many things to cover but there will be other times for that i'm sure um now that you can look back at, at nine movies that you've done do you have one that stands out as being your favorite installment of this journey like a, a or even a special Ooh. moment like your favorite moment on that you know the spectrum of nine movies wow that's I a many, great many question moments. same yeah. i don't think i can pick one i'll throw a few out there um uh there was some of the times that we were in italy even like in the first movie um like we were in the green dress and stuff and we had this moment where we're walking down the street and there was like music playing and the umbrella went flying and it was just like there was just a level of <laughs> synchronicity that was happening that was really amazing also in the dinner scene um oh, we were so tired we'd been sick we we flew over to italy and we were filming that at like five in the morning the dinner scene and um we're drinking wine in the scene and i go to drink and it's actual wine and so my face does this thing and then they call cut and then the italian crew whoever was the props master runs over and says i'm so sorry did you not like this one we have two others if you prefer <laughs> um so i was like a little buzzed <laughs> by the morning because I hadn't really eaten and um, I was drinking wine. So that was amazing. And I know, okay, so this was such a tough day. I loved the rain scene day. Like it was miserable, but also there was, I just, I was freezing and cold. And I was like, Tosca, doesn't it look good? She's like, it looks great. I'm like, that's all I care about. <laughs> um, and then I saw her, I was like, yeah, this, this looks right i look miserable because i was and i love it and um that uh doing something scary and uh exhausting but it has a great outcome and then when we're sitting in the car and i'm soaking wet there was just something wonderful about that scene uh, there's so many more like that will come to me but they're the ones yeah. that come off the top of my head how about you yeah, same. I would say that in general, the first movie it's has a special place in my heart because it was the first time that we actually saw what we did 
as Gabriel and Julianne for the first time in film. So we passed from an idea of what we were doing to actually seeing what we what we have done. And so the first movie, it's something that I really, really, really have it in my in my heart as something really precious. And then of course I have lots of moments, um, lots of piece and bits and pieces, uh, you know through the entire, but it's nine movies. It's so long and so much. People don't understand how overwhelming that could be. Um, but that, that is just, it's like, what's your favorite uh, phrase of the Bible? It's quite difficult to <laughs> choose that. There's I mean, a lot there. It's a big book. Right? yeah it's it's very difficult um i have many many i have different moments but i remember that day that what Melly was saying about when she was soaking wet the same day we went to uh shoot at the very last uh, part of the day the scene while we were entering melanie's house um the external part of it and uh i was holding the umbrella and <laughs> and Tosca said to me you gotta, you gotta protect her from the rain. And I was like, she's already soaked. Doesn't matter. It doesn't make sense. But anyway, it was, it was all this, you know, moments where we were laughing so much and having, you know, moments of release between takes and stuff. But yeah, I, there's so many, many different moments inside and outside set that it will be disrespectful towards all the others not to mention yes. them so it's like choosing our favorite children <laughs> yeah exactly uh the first movie definitely was it's to me very special because i remember that i i, I was keep on repeating we were repeating with melanie the script a week before walking in syracuse in this very freezing grass um garden outside of the hotel up and down for hours saying all the lines and stuff and in the freezing cold environment and we were able to somehow then see what what actually we were talking about in reality in a movie and was was i remember when i saw it the first time i remember tosca said to me it's so good i have to drink wine and i and i answer her it's so good i have to drink a bottle <laughs> <laughs> Well, I can I can yeah. say that um, I've heard from so many people who have just you know I, I know you hear from them as well and heard so many people and talked to so many people about how much these movies mean to them and so on their behalf I just want to say thank you for this incredible journey and um, hopefully we'll get to talk again at some point maybe about another project in your future um, maybe behind we'll the see. camera who knows I think that would be and, yeah, um, that'd be so much fun. Sarah Beth, we just want we'll to see. say thank you to all these fans who have just been so kind and so generous and we're, we're like completely Supported. blown away with support that we've had. Yeah. Like, thank you so much for being so wonderful on this journey with us. Exactly. Thank you very much, guys. We, we, um, no, sorry, it's the other way around. Um, uh, Okay, whatever. I love you very much. <laughs> <laughs> I got lost.
yeah, you guys are rock and roll, and 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 you guys mean everything to us. The level of respect and the you. fact that you love the movie so much is what we work so hard for. So thank you from the bottom of our heart. All right. Thank you so much for tuning into the podcast. And uh, again, I appreciate your support. And uh, I would like to say that there will be some more interviews coming uh, relatively soon. So please, as I said, make sure you subscribe to the podcast so you know when new episodes arrive. And thank you all so much for your support. And I can't wait to hear what you think of Gabriel's Redemption Part 3. So please uh, be sure to send me your comments. I want to hear what you think of the movie. And um, so, yeah, I look forward to hearing from everybody. And until next time, thank you so much for your support. And we will talk soon.